If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you'll discover top resources for selling strategies, powerful tips, and best practices to open your mind and performance to the next level. You can double your sales too. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Double Your Sales Now. I'm super excited for you to be here with us today because I have a very, very special guest. She's back, Rebecca Hall, one of the master coaches here at Sales Coach Now and the CEO of her own company and another company. She's got so much going on right now, but she stopped by because we're going to be talking about seven strategies to break through your current income ceiling and 2x, 3x, 4x plus your business. And I really wanted to have Rebecca here to talk about the things that go on behind the scenes, the conversations that we have, and how we really propel our clients to multi-six and seven figures and beyond. The truth is only 3% of women business owners make it over the seven-figure mark. And we're committed to helping more and more women and men make it to that next level because it truly changes their lives and their legacy. So before I formally introduce Rebecca, I just want to say hi to her and then have a, we have a little bit of housekeeping. So Rebecca, welcome back. Thanks. I'm excited. I always look forward to me being a special guest and then seeing what my stats are after they, uh, after you air it. So it'll be fun. <laughs> Am I getting more popular or less popular? <laughs> well, we'll yours, all of your episodes have been really well received and watched and have high stats. So I'm sure this will be no different. We're going to hear from our clients who are listening. And I want to say hello to our clients all over the world and our listeners all over the world, whether you're listening in the car or I know a lot of you listen on the treadmill. So we're just super excited to have you here. If you're not on the treadmill or driving, definitely get out a pen and a piece of paper because you're gonna to wanna to take some notes. A couple things before we get started. If you haven't joined us at the 2X Intensive, it's a two-day virtual class to help you 2X, 3X, or 10X your revenue and shave 10 or more hours off your work week. We have had such outstanding results reported by our clients. We even had a client remove 17 hours of work per week from her life, which took back, it brought back 68 hours for her to focus on the, the needle movers in her business. We've had other clients who at a minimum have released 40 hours a month. So if you're looking to get to that next level next year, all you have to do is go to salescoachnow.com forward slash apply and that's A-P-P-L-Y 
and give us a little bit of your information. We'll set up a time to talk. We'd love to have you come and play with us. What else? We still have virtual sales camp happening. That's our two-day signature course to help you blast through those sales blocks. And it's really, if you're at, you know, a little under six figures, trying to break through that first six figures and want to really, really fine tune your sales process, that class can help you get to the next level. So email us at contact at salescoachnow.com because we have very special prices for our listeners. All right. So with that, let me tell you about Rebecca. Rebecca and I have known each other for about 454 years now, we think. We're trying to figure out the exact math, <laughs> a long time. And she is a veteran business coach with over 15 years of experience and has worked with over 2,500 companies. Her expertise is centered right in the middle of the action as an operations and systems expert. She spent eight years running a company developing systems and processes around sales, marketing strategies, product development, revenue modeling, scalability, and leadership. In 2012, she took all of her experience in building companies to focus solely on transforming C-level executives into powerhouse leaders who perform with excellence, both on the business side and with their teams. In addition to her business acumen, Rebecca received training in a specific methodology known as ontology. She's able to create powerful breakthroughs where the client discovers blind spots or blocks that keep them from optimal performance and personal harmony. Together, a unique facilitation occurs to give the client a new perspective about how they can show up differently for their colleagues, family, and even how they see themselves. Also, she is SOAR certified, which focuses on the bridge between ontology and business leadership. Her ability to get to the root of the issue by laying out a strategic action plan has produced results time and time again. And I can, I'm a true testament to that. Rebecca and I coach each other back and forth all the time. And I'm very, very, very particular about who I allow into my world at Sales Coach Now to work with our clients. And I truly trust Rebecca and have seen so many of our clients have breakthroughs. Working with startups to multi-million dollar established companies, Rebecca has the skill set to work through most roadblocks that you may be experiencing in your growth to success. And in her leisure time, she lives in San Diego, so I'm just a little bit jealous. But Rebecca loves traveling to places that require a, di a diving certification and a diverse culture. She is married to the amazing Jess with five kids and two pups. So some of you know Rebecca really well. If you haven't met her yet, I guarantee you're going to appreciate how she shows up in the world and how she gets right to the heart of the issue. So Rebecca, let's just, let's just dive in. One of the reasons I wanted to have you back is because so many of our clients have have reported uh, that they love working with us together and that it's different because you and I bring bring different things to the coaching relationship. Well, I love swimming around in the world of quantum physics and mindset and you do those things as well, you really love being in the systems and operation space to lay out how to really scale a company, how to get it to that next level. So I'm just going to throw this back to you. Like, what do you think? Like, what do you think? has been effective for our clients in terms of working with us? Well, I know we're going to cover some of those things today, but I think, number one, you know, a client that can step forward, right, and really see that, like, hey, you know, I'm going to get my business where I want to be, probably even farther if I actually, like, incorporate other minds in helping me do it. And so I think there's that really key, like, I just have to do everything by myself or I'm too proud to ask for help. Or there's this thing kind of in our culture where, especially in entrepreneurship or business ownership, whenever we get together, a bunch of us, it's kind of like this, like peacocking, like posturing type of thing. And so everyone will be like, how's business? And you're like, business is great. It hasn't been any better. I mean, like the pivot I'm making right now during COVID is awesome. Right. And so we don't really get vulnerable about, 
man, I'm, I'm so sick of writing copy right now. I can't even think of any more content or, you know, just things that happen in the business. I'd love to be able to have us be a little bit more open. In fact, one client we have that she is just like zero filters, no shame in, you know, what, I mean, she's just made incredible leaps and bounds. I, and it's like, I even look up to her and her uh, willingness to be open and vulnerable and just really like, we say, you know, put your guts out there. She's like, I'm putting my guts out there. Um, like, I think that's someone that's just going to get the most out of coaching. And so just even willing to approach uh, the fact that you might, you don't, you don't know what you don't know. And to be able to ask help for, uh, from people, I think is probably the biggest first step that we're looking for. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really good yeah the old the the uh, guts on the floor that we talk about because we do have clients especially one who her willingness to be vulnerable at times is almost uncomfortable mm -hmm. and she because of that she opens up all of us I mean I'm first to admit you know a lot of our clients we're we're walking hand in hand with them we don't feel like we're you know, we're not better than smarter than we just have a few, we've really studied the coaching space and how to help people get to that next level and, and how to open up those limiting beliefs and all those pieces. But we love walking with our clients and, and we learn so much from them every single day. So it's really at this, this community of up-leveling that, that we've created. And, you know, for our listeners, this is going to be a two-part series. I've been wanting to have this conversation with Rebecca for a long time. And I thought the timing was perfect as we're coming into this end of the year of, of COVID, of so many, so many different things that have happened in our businesses. And as I've said before, you know, our heart goes out to those businesses who haven't survived or business owners. Although I have a feeling some of you who are listening, if that one business didn't survive, you're thinking about your next one. And I want to encourage you to keep going. Some of you have started multiple businesses. I know Rebecca and I have been um, busy in the background doing all kinds of things. So some of you found many ways to use your skills and gifts during, during this very interesting time. And so as we roll into the end of 2020 and you start to think about 2021 for yourself, I want you to open up to what's possible. You know, we launched our new course, the 2X Intensive this year, and we have just seen our clients have remarkable breakthroughs. And the 2X Intensive is all about taking your business from, you know, 200,000, you know, low six figures to multi six figures and seven figures. And when we see these conversations that are happening inside of our Facebook groups, it is mind blowing because one of the pieces we knew we needed to create was more of a sense of community with our CEOs and seeing them work together, seeing them encourage each other, seeing one, you know, we, we see comments like, oh, I just, you know, I'm about to land another $150,000 contract. Look what that's going to do to my business. Or I'm about to hit, like, look, I've mapped out my seven figures for the first time. It's going to happen in 2021. These are the conversations that are happening even in this time of COVID. And I, I'm just, you know, I think we're, I just think we're so happy for our clients who've been willing to do this hard work during this time, because it's not easy. Rebecca, you said at the beginning, when COVID hit, it was like, it was a shock to every single one of us. And I've been very open about all the shifts that I had to go through. And, you know, the week of really feeling sorry for myself and wanting mm -hmm. to lay the business down and thinking, oh my gosh, this is it. It's over. Right. Like I can relate. And so can Rebecca to everything that, you know, our listeners, you have been going, going through during this time. And the more vulnerable we can be, the more we can share about sometimes how tough it can be. I think the easier it is to feel normal during this time. And I don't know about you, Rebecca, but before we get into the seven strategies and the content, I just want to talk about at a high level, just the isolation and the, 
you know, trying, trying to be a lone ranger at a time when you, you just can't. I know I've struggled with that. I've stepped into two other coaching programs to get the support that I need. But I know, you know, mental health is a real, real issue right now. I just want to make sure we talk about that. Rebecca, what are your thoughts on how yeah. entrepreneurs can take care of their mental health during this time? Well, I think, you know, I think, again, it goes back to, you know, our willingness to be open. And, and you and I have talked a lot about that. I, there's no shame in, in what's happened. You know, when COVID hit, a big part of my business was getting on a plane and, you know, going and training in person and coaching in person. And that, that was a big hit when you're like, oh, you can't travel anymore. And there is part of me that's like, you get so used to like how you're doing business. Like if you would have said, you know, a year ago, like, hey, so you're going to basically retool your whole entire business and you're going to deliver everything through Zoom <laughs> or, you know, something like that. I would have said, there's no way. I mean, COVID hit, you know, in my businesses, we lost 75% of our revenue like that, like overnight. And um, so I feel like, you know, when you say like, hey, we get it to an extent we do, Ursula and I both get it because we had to retool our whole entire business like that. And I think, you know, we lived through the recession. And I, so I think that's why we jumped on a little bit quicker is we're like, wait a minute, <laughs> this sounds a little bit familiar. Like we need to get moving, but you know, I think it's, you know, you've got to be able to mentally pull yourself in to say, look, I, I believe in my skill set. I believe in like the problem I solve or the need I meet in my business. And, and all I'm really considering right now is like, what vehicle am I using to deliver that? And I think that's something that we, we really, got to nail this year and we're still right things are still changing depending on where you live and regulations and all that kind of stuff but belief is like that it's got to start with that because if you just put a toe in the water um, you're not going to be open you're not going to be vulnerable and so I just like to just be direct and just get it out and like hey you know like Ursula you said like I thought I was going to lay my business down like I thought this is it I thought this is it I thought wow, I, there's, there's not a value there for me anymore or for a client for me to come out to them because I can't. And so just like declaring that and saying, look, that's where we're starting from. We're starting from like a huge dip in revenue, a huge change in our whole entire industry and really rethinking that. And you can either like cower and be like, this is going to be the hardest thing ever. I don't even know if I can do it to like, wow, this could be a big opportunity. And while, you know, again, you said we don't want to dismiss you know, the, the, some of the really big downsides of COVID. I also can see for me personally, a ton of upsides for our industry, for our clients, even down to like health, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, what you choose to focus on is going to be like one of your biggest assets in trying to, you know, navigate. And, you know, we've been asked, like, people are like, well, how are you, how are you working with your clients? Like, what are you even doing trying to coach people through, through this COVID pandemic. And I'm like, well, it's not any different than coaching people before because there was never a crystal ball in business. It's just a little bit more intense right now, but this is business all the time is getting out in front of it and being like, what's my strategy? What am I trying to achieve? How am I measuring that? What am I looking for? Where do I need to pivot? There's, you didn't have to just pivot during COVID. There's all, you've always had to pivot. It's just that all of us are pivoting at the same time right now, which makes it like very relatable. But the rules of business are, 
you know, trying to navigate a business through COVID isn't necessarily that much different than trying to navigate a business when there wasn't COVID. So I think it's super important to just have that acknowledgement and know that, you know, there's no need to posture, not in our community. There's no need to posture in our community. Like we're very happy to share. We've had to like shift our business and even some of our low times. And that's why we hang out together too, right? Because if you're trying to do this by yourself, Mm -mm. it's hard. You don't, you do not want to do this by yourself and there's no need to, you're much more powerful when you link up with a community that can help support you and you know, you bring things to each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And, you know, we're going to talk about really seven strategies that we think could really help you right now and dig into that from the perspective of this pandemic. And I keep shaking myself because I'm like, it is, it is December. I mean, we are like, you know, when, when this started, I think, well, at least I did. I was like, oh, this is gonna be like two weeks. We'll, we'll, it'll be over. And it was like, all right, let's give me two months and we'll be out by the fall for sure. Like the kids will be back in school. No. And so, uh, and here's the thing. I mean, looking at where we are right now, it's going to take time for, I think there's a hundred different vaccines and this isn't about, this isn't a vaccine. However you feel about that, that is, that is totally up to you. I do think that's going to bring some something back to people feeling a little bit safer and more normal, but that's going to take time. I mean, a hundred companies are going to be producing vaccines is, is what I, I just heard. And the rollout's supposed to start in December. So we'll see, we'll see how that, how that rolls out. In the meantime, though, it's like, how can you continue to grow your business in this different, this different climate? And I think for a lot of us, there's going to be things that we don't ever go back to. I know our business shifted so much to a virtual model and guess what? We're going to probably stay in a virtual model for a lot of reasons. And the upside has been we're serving clients all over the world and it's easy to jump on Zoom. And I have clients and um, we've had clients showing up from Canada. A lot of the programs I'm in now, we, I'm meeting a lot of people from Europe, which has been really fun. And I know that you know our business is going to continue ex- to expand. And it's really fun when we have um, people from Australia or, you know, Europe, they're, they're getting on at um, eight o'clock at night or whatever, like how much later, but they're there, they're committed. Right. So, so think about, you know, what's your global footprint? How can you continue to expand even in this virtual model if your business can, or are there other ways that you can continue to pivot? So we'll probably in part one, we're going to probably cover the first three strategies that I want to talk about, and then we'll finish the other strategies in part two. And again, we're really talking about seven strategies to break through your current income ceiling to 2x, 3x, 4x your business and beyond. And a lot of us have income ceiling. So the first strategy we're going to talk about is know your numbers, like know project out exactly what you want to hit in the next 12 months down to the ridiculous, right? Down to the, you know, how much are you bringing in each day so that you can measure your numbers. And that we start there because I know in my experience in working with, you know, thousands of entrepreneurs and training and private coaching, most of our entrepreneurs fight this first piece. Most of our CEOs don't want to know their numbers. They don't dig into their numbers. It's, there's just a lot of a lot of fear around there, especially women business owners. And so, Rebecca, let's let's talk about that. Why do why do you think um, business owners, CEOs, get stuck with this this first piece of projecting their revenue out for the next twelve months, or really digging into their their numbers? Got to get that mute button. Okay. Um... It's probably pretty close to the same reason why they don't check their personal bank accounts. 
right? Like the, when it comes to like measuring the money or measuring the performance, we get really skittish, you know, unless you know you're killing it, right? If you won the lottery, you're like, I'll look at my bank account every day. That's super fun. But the numbers, you know, some people say, I'm not good at math. They automatically assume that numbers mean math. So that's probably one of the biggest myths is, is the numbers aren't necessarily about math. The other thing is maybe the numbers are too big. So you have a limiting belief against the numbers. Maybe you, some people are actually afraid of success. They fear success so much. And what would they do with all this money? I think we had somebody a cup uh, last month or something that really struggled. Uh, their, their number was like a uh, roof over my head, food in my belly. And that was just like, why <laughs> don't you want more than that? And they were really worried about what their family would think if they were successful. So, you know, we live in a country where it, you know, we have all kinds of negative things to describe rich people, dirty, filthy, stinking, rich, uh, rich people are greedy. They obviously cheated their way to get there or they stepped on someone else or surely someone has suffered um, for them to get that type of wealth. Uh, you know, you just, you look at it, you look what we think about Steve Jobs or Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or Mark Zuckerberg. Like there's people that just don't like those guys because they're just filthy rich. There's another one. And uh, I like to think that a lot for most of us, you know, most people are, are have good intentions and are of good heart and uh, they want to serve. They want to make an impact in the world. And the bigger impact you make a lot of times is uh, in relation to, you know, you have that relation to uh, your wealth. And so part of it is just having a good relationship with money and the numbers mm-hmm. and, and then not saying I'm not good at math. <laughs> we yeah. love to tell ourselves stories about why, you know, why we don't have to be responsible, right? Um, and I'd say for women, they see money as family money. And so, or even making more money than if I become a really successful business person or entrepreneur, then what's going to happen to my kids, right? Or I just got to wait until my kids are out of school and then I'm going to be amazing in business. And it's like, why not be amazing in business and an amazing mom and have your kids watch, you know, what you, what you can do, what you could model for them to do. So a lot of the numbers sometimes is, is just a story we tell ourselves, and that's why we don't look at it. Yeah, it's interesting. So for everyone who's listening, just think about, a lot of times it's generational stories. Like think about the stories that were handed down to you about money um, and, and, you know, what's, and we're kind of getting into the second one is about, you know, about mindset and belief, but like where, where did those stories begin and what do you still believe today? An easy way to, to do this, because a lot of people are like, well, I don't know my story. You know, what, what's in my subconscious? Well, an easy way to figure it out is to create a stretch goal for yourself. So a 2X, 3X, 4X, a 10X of your revenue, whatever feels like a stretch, but believable at some level. Because some of our clients have 10X. Some are like, I'm good with a 2X, right? So think about your stretch goal. And if, if and when you reached it, right, what, what's the first limiting belief or the first story that comes up about why you can't? And I noticed, we've noticed a lot in the training that we've done this year, that there's a lot of limiting belief around and a lot of story around COVID, right? During this time of COVID, no one's buying. Well, we know that's not true because we have clients who 
uh, like are going to forex their revenue next year, or maybe even 10 X their revenue next year. Like they're setting it up right now. It's already happening. Lots of like billions and trillions of dollars are being exchanged and continue to. And some of the wealthiest um, people, some of the names that you mentioned, Rebecca, some of those folks have tripled their billions during this time. They are now trillionaires. I think I'm not even sure of the math, but I know so much money has exchanged hands. What's that? You don't need to know the math. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Easy math. Where's my calculator? So, uh, so all that to say that, you know, mon the money is still flying around out there and why can't it come into your business and your bank account? So do yourself, do yourself a favor and start to dig into the story that you tell yourself. In my family, we had a lot of generational beliefs. My parents came, my grandparents on the my paternal side came after World War II and so they had, you know, barely gotten out of um, Germany after the war, you know, homes have been destroyed, jobs lost, they moved here, and they started to farm. And I know for my grandfather, at least what I've heard stories about him is that that was a real struggle. He didn't speak English, didn't speak the language. So he went from having this amazing banking job and doing quite well in Germany to farming. He'd, you know, he'd grown up on a farm, but had, that had, that wasn't his dream, right? So, so he had to start over. And at times he was working in a factory. And then he ended up developing all these new corn breeds and he won awards for them. We have his stat, like his little um, trophies uh, showing that he won all these, these great awards. So he took that skill set and came here, had to completely start over, basically become an entrepreneur. And there's stories that he even was writing books on quantum physics. And I'm going to do everything I can. There's someone in my family has those and I want to find them. But there, the beliefs that came down, there was a lot of struggle, right? And so some of those beliefs kept being handed down. And so my first limiting belief, especially after growing up on a farm, which was great, but I believed that you had to work physically hard to make any amount of money. So I took that belief into the corporate world. And while I did great, I grew a $20 million company with a team of five salespeople, um, had this incredible journey. But by the time it was over, I was really sick. And so when I left corporate America and went out on my own, one of my commitments was to holistic health. And I still live in that space of like, how can I be as healthy as possible and have a successful business? And so, Rebecca, what about you? What kind of um, we're moving into strategy number two, which is to shift your limiting beliefs and your stories about your business. Rebecca, what were your some of some of your earliest stories or limiting beliefs about business, money or sales? Um, probably the earliest ones was that I wasn't smart enough or I didn't, you know, when I saw other people that were successful in business, I had this like idea that they were super intelligent, a lot of social you know, capital or social connections, really charismatic, almost showmanship type. And I'm actually an introvert. And so that was one of the hardest things is just feeling like I don't have the education. I don't have the family background. I don't have the charisma. Those were probably the biggest things that I had to overcome. And, you know, that I always, I joke about it now, but I'm like, you know, my, my expertise is the most boring things in business <laughs> processes, systems, strategies, you know, revenue modeling, all of that kind of stuff. So part of it too, again, we go back to that, you know, that facade of being a business owner that you've just got to be this like super charismatic, intelligent, well-connected type of person is that's absolutely not true. <laughs> in all the years I've, you know, it really does start with that belief. And I would say the other thing too, because we work with a lot of businesses that are already up and running, you know, 
what what are those beliefs that keep a business that's at 150,000 or 250,000 what what keeps them from doubling and a lot of the time because a lot of us are from the industrial age and we're like 80s kids that was all about climbing the corporate ladder and putting in all the hours you know one of the biggest beliefs is like well i you'd be great to double but i don't want to because i'm already working 50, 60 hours a week for this money. If I double, I can't work 120 hours a week. So there's that belief that you have to do it all yourself and that everything doubles. <laughs> the time in the business doubles. And then that's that a lot of times that mindset is what keeps someone from growing. Like it's hard enough running a $150,000 company or 200,000. I don't want to run a half million dollar company. And that that's one of the biggest misconceptions out there because the truth is you'll make more money at that point, when you start actually learning how to have a team mm -hmm. and how to scale, which we're definitely going to talk about. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because when, you know, what this, it's the reason the 2X intensive was born, because a lot of our clients came through sales camp, um, did coaching with us, grew their companies and then got stuck at an income ceiling. And we started to see this, like they get stuck and some clients broke through and we kept coaching them individually, but a lot of them got stuck at the 200, $250,000 mark because of the reasons Rebecca just talked about. In that, you know, there was this, this belief that growing meant more work, more stress. And for, especially for, you know, women or moms or wives or, you know, they, with people who have these other lives, there was this limiting belief that if I keep growing my business, I'm not going to have time for my family. And I can think of one of our clients who went from a thousand a month to multi seven figures. And one of the first things she did was carved out her perfect schedule to make sure that, you know, she could drop her kids off school, up at school, pick them up and have the team in place to make sure that everything was running when she wasn't around. And, and that's the true test of a business, right? A true test of a business is can you leave your company and will it be running when you get back? Like, let's say 30 days. Like if you left your company for 30 days and you came back, would it still be up and running? And if the answer is no, then it's exactly, you know, to, we have to look at the systems, the, you know, how do we scale with systems and operations and team that will ensure it's going to keep running when you're gone, which is going to be a perfect segue because next round in part two, we're going to talk about time management, team systems and operations and all those other juicy pieces we haven't gotten to yet. So Rebecca, just to wrap this first session up about talking about numbers and mindset, what would you like to close with today? Well, one thing that you just said that hit on, like with the moms, you know, and I mean, I, we have five kids. I have five kids. I, I started my business with a six-year-old. Part of it is like, if I'm not doing all of it, then what's my worth? And I think that's another mindset to tackle on is we think that what we do in our business is what's valuable. And that's probably the biggest mindset shift that you have to get over. That's what keeps people from hiring a team because I'm the one that can do it the best. You don't understand my clients want me. And so that goes back to that belief about time and money and who you, th who you really think you're being in your business. And I see that stop. And so, you know, when it comes like, well, I got to be here for my kids and I got to do this and I got to be this person. You, we, you have to understand that those are all stories. There's plenty of women that have ridiculously awesome relationships with their spouses and their kids and their family and their friends. I mean, they even like, and, and they're making gobs and gobs of money because they know how to lead. And mm -hmm. so that I would really want everyone to check in on that mindset that if I actually left my company for 30 days, and my staff handled everything and my clients were happy and satisfied and feeling great about 
you know, what we had done for them. How would you really feel if you didn't have a hand in that? Would you be feeling like you were left out and that's why you're not systematizing your business to leave 30 days? Or would you be so happy that the thing that you put out in the world, the problem that you're solving or, or the need that you're meeting, would, would, would you really feel good if all that happened and you weren't there? And I see that, but up, you know, that's why people don't hire because they're like, no, what I do with the clients is how I value myself. And the truth is, if that really is something that you're buying up against, what I need you to know is now you're limiting the amount of people you can help. And then are you truly in the service or the belief of what you're doing? And so that's definitely something I want everybody watching this to think about. Because if you have a really good team and really good systems and what you do for the world is valuable or helpful or solves a problem, meets a need, then you would want to serve as many people as possible. And you would know that having that team and like Xing out that mindset that it has to be you all the time can be one of the biggest things to set you free um, and getting all the stuff you wanted about being a business owner and still having family time and personal time. Yeah. Oh, this is a perfect place to end. And there's going to be so much suspense as we move into part two. So Rebecca, thanks for being here today. I appreciate it so much. We love having you part of our community. I love having these conversations. So thank you. And with that, I want to thank all of our listeners all over the world. Thanks for being here with us. We hope that this information is going to encourage you today. If you haven't yet, if you haven't yet, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash apply, A-P-P-L-Y. It's a simple, quick form to fill out. It comes to me and we'll follow up with you. I'll have someone on my team follow up to talk with you about the 2X intensive and how it can help you take your business to the next level. That's it for now. We'll see you on part two. Thanks for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to tune in next week. And until then, we'd appreciate your review on iTunes.